Hello, this is Kenny. And this is Mark. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna, the podcast in which we track by track, record by record, year by year, bustier by bustier, drum kit by drum kit, talk about Madonna. <laughs> this is uh, Like a Virgin, the second album, and we're on track four. Over and over. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm I'm I, I'm completely serious. Wow. <laughs> okay. I I it's it is a personal. I mean, it, I understand it's like a personal thing. But mm. the other night when I was boning up for our talk, I made my husband Sheldon, as you know, Sheldon. Um, Hi, Sheldon. Sheldon. Um, I made him watch some of the Virgin tour, and when she, we got to over and over, he started to sing the song with her. This song is like the first single or the first song where she sort of puts out this like, well, this motivational message. And this is very Madonna speak. Like you got to begin over and over. You got to do this thing. You got to keep going. You got to keep fighting. Keep, you know, if you don't do it, no, somebody, no one else is going to do it. You have to speak for yourself. You have to go do your thing. And so I always found the song as a kid, like super inspirational. It was mm. also like, when I was in 1985, I my dad was a runner and I always wanted to run, so I started to run too, first with him and then on my own. And I would take my um, Walkman, you know, and I played like a virgin, but I would play over and over again, over and over, because it made me run. And then later, when You Can Dance came out and the remix of this came out, then Fabulous. I was like, uh, that was like my true running song. For that six minutes, I couldn't, you know, I could never stop. But it was also that the song really inspired me. Mm. I love everything about the song. I think her vocals are beautiful. I think the energy of the song is totally great. I mean, I'm, I, 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 it's like I'm a big softy for this song. Uh, I, I agree. I love the song. It's one of those songs that was never going to be a big blockbuster song. Um, I don't think it's produced that way. It's the same musicians who did Like a Virgin. It's the same four musicians. Um, it's a great driving song. Um, I've always run to it. It's, it's one of my favorite songs to run to. And it does have um, that the world is against me. I'm going to rise above it. You try to criticize my drive. Um, and I think that feeling of being an underdog has always fueled Madonna. And I think it's what keeps her going now is she never has felt like an insider. She's always felt like an outsider. She's always felt um, that um, push up against what she wants to do and what she thinks is right. Um, and, you know, I mean, having the Beastie Boys open up for her on her tour for the Virgin tour was resisted by everybody and she dug her heels and got what she wanted and they became the Beastie Boys. And I always think of that. I always think of the Beastie Boys when I hear this song for some reason. Interesting. Because, yeah. I, I, I think that they probably thought this was a jam on the, on the tour because, you know, they had to listen to, they were there every night listening to Madonna. Don't you think they just left after their I don't game? think so. 
And I think Over and Over has, uh, it's another Stephen Bray song. Yes. It's another one of those uh, passionate, uh, you can't beat me down, let's, let's do something positive. Everything, yes. everything they wrote was really positive. Yes, it was. I also like that there's acoustic guitar in the song. Mm. Like you can hear the strumming and I think that's just so beautiful and nice. And I always, like I've said this before because I liked in Burning Up when we hear her with electric guitar. I like her with guitar. I just think it sounds really, she sounds really, it sounds really right. It always sounds right, which I'm so glad now that she always plays her guitar because I think that's great. And I actually first heard this song on the You Can Dance record because when oh. I, I was not allowed to have like a virgin. Wait, um, why? Because of the cover, the Madonna being in her underpants. So you had the first album, but you didn't have this? I Yeah, well, hi, Mary Alice. Um, I was given the cassette for my birthday of True Blue and the Who's That Girl soundtrack. And then I got the Madonna record after that and then the You Can Dance record at the end of 1987. And then when I was uh, old enough to have my own money, I bought Like a Virgin. So Like a Virgin is probably my fourth Madonna record. Oh my God. Correct. Which is why I'm always like, eh, about Like a Virgin. So the first time I heard over and over was on You Can Dance oh. in that remixed version. And Which I just, fantastic. it explodes out of side two of that record. Oh yeah, yeah. That's an amazing, it's an amazing remix. It's one of the best. There's only a couple other remixes that to me capture something yeah. as good as that. And make it bigger than it, yes, it was. Yes. I mean, it builds on what it is. This is the first time I've ever had a conversation with anybody about it over and over. I mean, it's just always in my like secret love track. Um, I mean, I, and those are, those are the things about being a fan of, a, of an artist. I mean, I always, I, I, I really feel saddened by the way that um, fans are cultivated today, new fans of things, because when you're a big fan of an artist, you're allowed to dive deep into their their music, it allows you to find these connections to these songs that nobody that is gonna buy a ticket to a Madonna concert is waiting to hear. I'm always waiting to hear this song. I mean, I just, it would make me so happy because it really does fill my heart with such joy and it motivates me and inspires me. I think it motivated Madonna too. I think so too. The songs become old friends and, and they evoke times in your life, but they also evoke feelings uh, uh, of how you feel, and and I definitely, as a kid, used this song as as a drive, uh, as a motivator. A lot of Madonna songs are motivators. We needed a dance track. This is like a dancey, upbeat, uh, poppy song on yeah. uh, on this side of the record because uh, we're about about to dive into like a deep full ballad, and I think it, it's very different than the other because. Like a Virgin, Material Girl, and Angel are all mid-tempo tracks. Um, 
and this is this is as this is as close as we get to the first record. I disagree with you because I feel like it doesn't sound like the first record at all. It feels more like kind of a little pop rocky, like a little 50s, 60s. Oh, I like that. A little seventies too. Like there's that that the harmony at the at the climax of the song, right? I would say like um, feels to me very sixties and seventies. Like. Yeah. It has a proper climax, which I, yes. I love. I love the climax. I so. love all proper climaxes and also improper climaxes. <laughs> oh, um, she only did this to, on the uh, Like a Virgin tour. I wish she had. Oh, I wish she would open a tour with this song. This would be a great tour opener. She's never gonna do that. No, but, but I think I it would have been a great like opener to like the Who's That Girl tour or something. Yeah. I mean, on the Virgin tour, this is, I think the orchestration for this is beautiful. I think her vocals are great. I can't wait to talk about the Virgin tour because there's so much that's so great about that tour. And this is one of the greatest things. And also that she's the tambourine, of course. But anyway, I don't, well, I'm saving all that for a Virgin tour talk. But don't roll your eyes at me, Mark Snyder. Stevie Nicks I want to go back. I want to go back to um, proper climaxes. Yes. Uh, when did you have your last proper climax? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Probably when I was listening to this on the, my way to work today because I listened to this on the way to work. Oh, that's a cop-out answer. Bye. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> Bye.